Hi, this is Patrick Finley at the Chicago Sun-Times. Welcome to Hallis Intrigue, the Chicago Bears podcast. We've got a special episode for you guys today uh, at the NFL owners meetings this week. I sat down with Kevin Warren. He's the incoming Bears president and CEO who will start on April 17th. We talked uh, sitting outside uh, at the Arizona Biltmore and we talked about uh, what he's got in mind for the Bears. Uh, the stadium uh, is the reason he was hired. Uh, he's going to try and push through uh, the construction of the stadium in Arlington Heights. That's obviously a big topic for Bears fans. Roger Goodell himself uh, said the other day when I asked him that he thinks the Bears owe it to their fans to explore Arlington Heights. So we'll talk to Kevin about that. We'll talk to him about what he thinks about Justin Fields. Uh, the Bears quarterback, about Ryan Poles, their new general manager. And he'll even talk a little bit about his background. You know, I've written about this before, but I think it's really interesting. He grew up uh, in Tempe, Arizona, which is not far from uh, the Biltmore. It's maybe 10, 15 minutes away or 10, 15 miles away. And when he was, I believe, 11, he was riding his bike down the street and was hit by a car. Um, You know, it left him... Uh, in traction. It left him in a body cast and it left him stuck in a bed for months on end. It it also motivated him in a way that I think is obvious even now, you know, all these years later, Uh, he doesn't sleep very well in part (laughs) because, um, you know, when you spend, you know, your formative years uh, laying flat on a bed, I I don't think there's an appeal there. Um, He's really, really motivated and I think, you know, when he, he's told us about this in the past, but part of that motivation comes from realizing uh, the value of the time that he has in front of him and not wanting to be stagnant in a way that he was forced to be stagnant by something really horrible that happened. So he's going to touch on that. Uh, that's a little bit of the backstory there. Uh, you know, when he got hit and that, you know, doctors told him that it was going to be really hard for him to do anything athletic again, but they suggested that he uh, start swimming because that would be helpful. Um, so he took some of the money he got in the insurance settlement from when he was hit and actually built a pool in his parents' backyard when he was a kid. I mean, just a you know, middle school kid. Uh, so he built himself back up athletically by swimming in that pool, and he wound up playing basketball at Grand Canyon University, which is also uh, here in the Phoenix area. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. So that's the Kevin Warren story. That's the backstory, at least. Uh, The rest of his story is very much yet to be told. Uh, When he starts uh, next month, he's got, you know, a lot in front of him, namely, you know, trying to solve a stadium puzzle that has eluded the Bears for, you know, 50 years. If you know anything about the history of the team, they have flirted with suburban stadiums uh, over and over again. This is as far as they've ever gotten, though. They closed on the 326 acres in Arlington Heights. Uh, last month and now they're exploring whether they want to put a stadium there Uh, you know he didn't uh, you know there's a lot left for them to try and figure out including you know tax structures you know how much money the bears will receive from the state or from local municipalities the bears have said that they're not going to um, take any public money for the stadium 
but <laughs> but uh, they do want money for roads and drainage and for other things related to uh, the ancillary uh, parts of that development, which would be hotels, restaurants, um, bars, that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of there's a lot to figure out. There's a lot of red tape. There's a lot of political schmoozing that needs to be done here in the Bears think Kevin Warren's the guy to do it. Uh, but you know, in what you're about to hear, uh, we'll hear from Warren uh, about lots of different stuff, not not just the stadium, but uh, what he sees the Bears as being as he gets ready to join them. So I hope you enjoy it, uh, and uh, thanks as always for listening. We will come back again uh, in the coming weeks as the Bears prepare for the draft and prepare to take probably an offensive lineman uh, with that first pick. Until then, I'm Patrick Finley. Here is our Kevin Warren interview. Here with Kevin Warren, the new president and CEO of the Bears. Well, I guess you are the president and CEO, but you get started, what, April 17th? Yeah, my first formal day at Hallis Hall will be April 17th, and looking forward to it, and I have been uh, working on the transition uh, since the press conference, so to make sure I can get up to speed. What has that been like? Good, productive. I'm grateful to uh, George uh, McCaskin and... uh, uh, and Ted Phillips and Ryan Poles and you know everyone in the organization. So there's a, a I just want to make sure that when I formally started on April 17th that at least we had some of the the items um, you know worked through from a transition standpoint. So there's a there's a lot. I've been doing a lot of you know reading and preparation, but but looking forward to get to work. I was to say what goes into your average day kind of during the transition. <laughs> yeah, average day is uh, you know my still. Uh, I still have a focus and a commitment to the Big Ten Conference, right. so I'm still working my long hours. I haven't had much sleep since January, <laughs> so finishing up strong uh, uh, at the Big Ten Conference. But then also, you know, transitioning with the Bears. So it's something that I'm energized and excited about, and I feel very confident that when I walk in there on April 17th, we'll we'll be up to speed and ready to go. You're, I remember you saying, I think last time we spoke, are you a 4 a.m. alarm? I, I get up, yes. I, I uh I'm very early uh, person, (laughs) and uh, I I started that. uh, It was interesting. I think when I had my car accident, Mm -hmm. I was hit by the car. It must have thrown my sleep rhythm off, and uh, and then I worked uh, construction, as I've told those (laughs) stories. I had to be at work at 4 o'clock, so I've been used to getting up, and I just found it gives me my quiet time, my prayer time, my workout time. I can get all those things knocked out, and uh, because during the day, you don't have a lot of time for – for, for planning and reading and, and uh, getting prepared. So I love the mornings. Your accident was, what, not 10 miles from where we're sitting yeah, right probably now? probably about 10 miles, yeah. Uh, and, and we had talked about it earlier. Mm-hmm. And I imagine when you're in bed that long, the appeal of bed may go away. Yeah, it does. <laughs> is, is that does. part of it, too? Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, and I think of, of laying flat, you know, goes uh, uh, away, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember... You know, being in traction, I was primarily that. I was that. That was all in the hospital. Sure. So I could kind of manage that a little bit better. The tough part about it was that body cast at, uh, at home. You were, you were 11. I'm trying to think how old yeah, you were when yeah. it happened. Yeah. You know, and it's it's uh, tough. Your body's still growing, and and uh, that cast was uncomfortable. And it was so it would I be imagine. like having a cast like you have on your wrist or your ankle, all the way on your entire body up to your chest and down your legs and. And, with and, you're still, and you're still, uh, you're still growing at the oh, time. Oh yeah, so a little kid. You grow out of this, yeah, yeah, so you're you're like I said, got tight. I can tell you by the end of it, it was uh, tight. I was uh, so happy that day to be able to 
get that cut off. Um, and, um, you know, I, I mean, even now, I think back, you know, about it that uh, I just think it was one of those ones, probably mentally, emotionally, you just have to grind through it. But there, there, were, there were many a days that uh, were very difficult. You were riding your bike, got hit by yep, a car. Got hit by a car. A yeah. uh, woman lost control of her car, ran up on the sidewalk. Uh, but I look at things uh, always positively. I'm grateful that I didn't die. Sure. I mean, and uh, probably had a greater than 50% chance to die. Right. And uh, and I think that's helped me to have a heart of gratitude and also always to prioritize. Everything's relative. I broke my wrist and other things associated with it, but I became minor, you know, right. because it's, you know, my femur was bigger and had some internal injuries, but it just seemed like it all kind of, you know, worked out, but it was a long road back. And, and you put a, you wound up putting the pool in, in yeah, your backyard? Yeah, for it, took some settled in money, <laughs> paid for a pool for the, the backyard, yeah. And I, I still to this day have to really focus on, like, the health and safety of my, like, back and my right. leg, because my right leg I was a little shorter than my left from the accident, mm -hmm. and so I do a lot of stretching. I do cardio and weights every day, and a lot of deep tissue massage to keep things lined up and um, so do you ever go to the house uh the the, the house where yeah. oh yeah 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 oh yeah 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 it's uh i drive by like when i'm in town when i'm in town yeah. here i'll go to the house i grew up in i'll go to the scene of my accident mm -hmm. and i'll go through the house that that uh, i spent the time in the bed to be able to look and, and see because my bedroom was on the front of the house to be able to say that's where it was we're sitting here at the Biltmore, which is yeah. a pretty nice spot. Yeah, and yeah. Present CEO of the charter franchise in the NFL. Do you do you allow yourself time to sit there and think about how far it's you've come from that horrible moment? Even though, like I said, ten miles down the road. Yeah, I always I, I do. I, I think uh, if we were not not so much as like you know look at me right. and ever, but I, I I look at it as yes, this there this is truly. When I think about the grace of God, this is this this epitomizes it right now, and I think it's also the other reason why you just got to keep pressing forward and sure. pushing forward. Because there were some times early on that I was, you know, concerned, and I just now every day I just try to take advantage of my 1440, those 1440 minutes every day, uh, press forward, uh, work hard, be diligent, be prepared, and realize life is long, and uh, just to try to get a little bit better each and every day. When George McCaskey introduced you mm -hmm. last time we saw you, you talked about the new and fresh ideas mm -hmm. that you were going to bring. Uh, how many of those have been developed already to this point? And is there any kind of obvious one or, or, or any preliminary one that uh, that is going to steer you here in the next couple months? I, I think the first thing is, um, you know, I'm doing one-on-one -on -one meetings with every employee. Right. And I'm starting those on April 17th, my first day. How many and, employees are there? Uh, they're, they're, I mean, you add up everyone, they're around... 300, a little less than 300. And you can um, give them 20, half hour, 20 minutes. I mean, you give them as much time as they need and <laughs> need and want. But I have a, yeah. I'll be, I'll be done by July 1st. Okay. And uh, what I try to do is break it up and and uh, do you know anywhere from four to five a day. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can you know you you, you knock through them pretty uh, pretty good. And um, um, so yeah, I mean my, my goal is really. To make sure I'm done by, I say July 1st, but my target is really by training camp. Okay. Is to make sure we're done because going into the season, then I want to be able to these new and fresh ideas as you're talking about mm -hmm. to be able to start putting those forward. So I'm excited. I'm energized uh, for for these uh, meetings. Do you do you have a sense of what you know and what you don't know uh, yet, or it, does that come? It's coming together. Yeah, I mean, just globally by yeah. you know being in, in the league and 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 you know going through the interview process. Yes, but but I think you really get a sense. That's why I'm so adamant about talking with 
our employees right. is when you talk to the people. Mm -hmm. And I think the sooner we can get to transparent and honest conversations, the better off we'll be. Right. Uh, but I'm confident based upon some of the communication. And during our transition, I've had time enough to really start to, to, to dig into um, um, kind of what the future holds. So I'm excited about these meetings. How long does it take to make change, to make real change? Because, you know, if we're talking about, well, you'd like to talk to everybody by training camp, mm -hmm. then do you start implementing some of yeah, the I mean, there'll, there'll be, I, I did this, I've done this, I did this at the Big Ten, I did huh. this at the Vikings. There's some things, there have been times that I uh, have walked out of a meeting uh, with an employee, and because yeah. I always ask them, if you were a member of, of ownership, right. um, um, or if you were my position, what are the things that would be important, what do we need to do to build a championship uh, culture, what is one thing that you need to be able to do your job better? There have been times, I was, there was a, a woman at the Vikings, Sharon Lomar, who had been in our ticket office for 25 plus years, and, okay. and I asked her a question, what does she need to do her job better? She talked about for the last almost decade, her, her paper folder, because she was in the ticket office, had, had was broken. And so it was always getting stuck, and and, uh, um, and she said that would help her to do her job yeah. better. And and I think it was the next day, we had to de de deliver to her. New so folder, we had to yeah. get, you know, so there, there are things. Um, but, but I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I think there will be some some uh, items and issues. And, and I've, I've seen employees that get so excited and energized when they can share something mm -hmm. um, and then to see it come to life. You guys closed on land in Arlington Heights. Yep. Now what? Um, I mean, now work is uh, got a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they, this uh, one good thing I learned a lot from my time in Minnesota, but one thing I learned was with the stadium project, it takes time yeah. and then and, and, uh, takes a lot of hard work and a lot of diligence and people to pull together. And, mm -hmm. and now that we've closed on the, on the land that we have to continually, you know, proceed forward, make really good decisions. And, uh, um, and the key is making progress. So now you can't do it overnight, sure. but on the flip side of it, you can't have, you know, uh, a mindset that people are just going to waste time to waste time. Time is really, you know, important. So we need to be diligent and to be able to, um, you know, work uh, as we move forward. So I'm looking forward uh, on the 17th to be able to get going to work. What's the biggest challenge in front of you on that front? I, I just think the, the there's many challenges, but but I think one of the main challenges is to be able to is to be able to articulate uh, in a positive and professional manner the why. Right. You know, the, the, I think that's that's one, and, and to make sure that this makes sense for everyone involved. You know, uh, politicians. Uh, um, is this to the people of Arlington Heights? Is this to the Bears? Season ticket holders? Is this the everyone. fans? Is I just everybody? think I think everyone. I right. mean, I just I just understand it, and 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 so so I think it's really important on the our stadium projects to to be able to 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 be able to you know when I say storytelling mm -hmm. is to be able to tell that you know that that compelling uh, story and provide tangible you know information. Right. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I've seen what it is. I've seen what a new stadium has done mm -hmm. uh, for communities. You I mean you look what is is done to. Um, um, to Minnesota, I mean, looks what it's done to Las Vegas. Looks what it's done to Los Angeles. Right. I mean, all these different cities. So we have plenty of exhibits to know that that it works, and when you get it right, it makes a lot of sense. And 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 what this brings to, you know, Arlington Heights, what it brings to the state of Illinois, what it brings to to everyone, you know, involved. But I think the biggest thing is that we just need to be very methodical in our thought process. I understand that when you were were in escrow, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm that you couldn't publicly address any notion other than yep. Arlington Heights. 
what is the status of downtown? There's a mayoral election coming mm -hmm. up. Does that, do you guys view that as having any impact on any negotiations downtown? Or is that still at all a nothing, possibility? Nothing, nothing has changed from my press conference, and yeah. this is our focus. Sure. Uh, our, our sole focus mm -hmm. is, is Arlington Heights and, and uh, you know, the land that we have purchased and closed uh, on. Uh, I do look forward to, to meeting the the um, um, the new mayor. Mm -hmm. You know, once that happens, and we should be here, you know, sooner than uh, you know later. Just just from a relationship building standpoint. But again, I mean, uh, the focus you know has been and um, is, is Arlington Heights, and it's a, it's a great piece of land. It's a massive piece of land. Three hundred twenty-six so, yeah, acres. Right, right. So yeah. we need to make sure that we uh, continually you know spend the time and energy of doing things the right way and taking the right steps. Um, but but uh, it, it's a it, it is it's a great piece of property. And when you meet that new mayor, will you say my priority is Arlington Heights? Yeah, I mean I mean again I'll, I'll, I look forward to the medium, <laughs> but but again like I said I don't think anything is uh, I mean nothing has changed. I mean mm -hmm. our focus is 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 Arlington Heights, mm -hmm. and to to remain focused that is the sole focus of the Chicago Bears organization is mm -hmm. to is to uh, to work with them, and uh, like we've done up to this point we have have closed the you know the land. Uh, on the land now and then to start um, developing a, a, a uh, plan that works. How have you gotten to know Justin Fields? Uh, well, I, I knew him from when, when his time sure. at, at, at Ohio State and, um, you know, being an outstanding student athlete there and, and um, everything that he's done in a positive manner. And, um, and then now since I've accepted the job, I've had a chance to communicate with him. He's a, he's a talented um, young man. And uh, not only physically but intellectually, he's a leader. Uh, I'm glad he's our quarterback, and um, I'm looking forward to to uh, working uh, with him and, and having a great season. Have you guys gone to dinner? Have you talked on we the will. phone? Yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I've, I've talked with him, and even in person, I've seen him at the, um, you know, in person. But uh, I look forward to having uh, you know dinner with him and some of our other players also. You know, once once I'm formally there, and and, and once they they get there for off-season workouts. What could he mean for this franchise? That well, I think, you know, have, I mean, you just look at, you know, take the last 20 Super Bowl, you know, winners. I mean, all of them. I mean, all of them. And you can, when you think back about it, they, they have a, 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 a leader at that quarterback position. And uh, some of them have, you know, larger stats, statistics than others. But, but you have to, to have a leader at that position to be successful. And so I'm, I'm – I'm, uh, Excited uh, with, with uh, to have Justin Fields as a member of the Chicago Bears franchise and and, uh, and our quarterback. You were the first Black Power Five commissioner. Mm -hmm. Do you have an appreciation for what a successful Black quarterback in the city of Chicago could mean beyond the football field? Yeah, I have an appreciation that I that uh, what a successful quarterback in any city. Yeah. Um, and I do believe you know sometime, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, that so much of life is uh, people do look at you know race. I've been accustomed. You know, to it, I've been the first of, 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 of many things, first black CEO in the NFL and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, Power Five commissioner. And, and in this role, I understand it. But I think the biggest thing, the thing I love about Chicago yeah. is that they, they love gritty, hardworking, mm -hmm. you know, people uh, who are capable, um, who come to work every single day and, um, and really look beyond color. Yeah. And so I know, you know, for me and, and uh, for Justin, for, for anyone, any person of color. I think this is a, this is a Chicago's greatest city um, in America. I'm so happy to be a, a, 
a resident mm -hmm. uh, of Chicago and, 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 and to be there. Uh, my wife and I love it. We've enjoyed our, our time there and, and really looking forward to a, a, a great tenure at the Chicago Bears. As you've been transitioning in, in mm -hmm. a, what was what was your role when the uh, different drafts, draft pick trade scenarios came up? Uh, yeah. How did? Uh, what was the back and forth with you and I, Ryan like? I have communicated with uh, George, mm -hmm. uh, Ted, and Ryan literally daily okay. since I accepted the job. Right. We're in constant communication with each other. And as you know, Ryan runs our, 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 our football uh, uh, operations uh, uh, department. He's done a fantastic job. I'm excited about working with him. I'm excited uh, working with Coach uh, Eberflus. Uh, but but uh, George, myself, uh, Ryan, Ted, uh, Coach, uh, we're in constant communication. It's been that way since I accepted the job. What was the first time you had heard of this potential iteration of the of the deal, and what was? And did you talk to Ryan about it directly? Yeah, I don't remember when the first time. Yeah, we talk every day, yeah. and so this is something that we communicate uh, on every day. And and uh, and the thing is exciting about it will be like that um, as we go forward. And um, so it, 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 it was great to. To, uh, to work through a lot of those issues together, and, and we got a great um, team that we're building uh, from, a, from a front office and ownership standpoint. I've really enjoyed working with uh, George and, and Coach and, and uh, Ryan um, and Ted, and I'm looking forward to an incredible relationship. What was his level of enthusiasm in terms of what, what you guys got? I mean, I think, I mean, I think everyone is, uh, is, uh, uh, appreciates, uh, you know, Ryan's uh, you know, being very pragmatic and disciplined and, and organized, uh, we, we got better yeah. as, as a football team this offseason. That's what you want to do. You want to get better every day. And so I think the, the uh, individual uh, players, uh, but also the collective players that we've been able to add uh, has helped to get us better. And, and there's more, that, you know, there's more that we'll continually work on. What have you learned about him that you didn't know when you took the job? Nothing new, but to just reiterate it. He's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's intelligent. Uh, he's very thorough. He's detailed. He has a high IQ and a high EQ. Has a really good sense. He knows how to build rosters. I mean, and spent as many years as he did in Kansas City is, is uh, always helpful. He's a winner, and uh, and just like he and I uh, are from the from from the same cut out of the same cloth. Uh, that we want to win championships, and we're going to do everything we possibly can. Uh, we've worked very well together, and I look forward to uh, continually. To work well together. Do you see a little bit of yourself in him? You said cut from the same cloth. Yeah, I, I just think way? that we're both we're 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 both uh, very uh, transparent communicators with each other. Right. I mean, I that's the biggest thing that I I um, uh, had hoped for mm -hmm. is that if you know Ryan now, and I've gotten to the point you know with him where it seems like I've known him for 20 years. <laughs> you know that there's no like airs or pretentious or whatever. We're able to talk like we're college roommates mm -hmm. and to be able to talk through issues and 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 the thing I felt that from the first day that I met him um, is that when you have a common goal of really being a champion mm -hmm. is that any personal you know issues or items are they don't even raise to the point because we have the common goal we wake up with the common goal of what can we do uh, to make the Chicago Bears the best uh, franchise in all of pro football and to have a uh, a person that, that has the same common goal that's why I love working with George, that's why I love working with Coach. That's why Ted has been so helpful during this transition, mm -hmm. and I've made my my stance really clear. I'm, I'm here to be a, a champion. I'm here to, you know, lead a, to build the best a stadium that has ever been even thought about, 
and, uh, and to build an organization where people are energized to come to work every single day and for us to, to make uh, uh, Miss McCaskey, the entire Matt McCaskey family and, and George Howard's proud. That's ever been thought about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for yeah. your time. And I appreciate your time. Thank you for everything. Of course. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.